You're watching KCMI-TV. Thank you for joining me today. And uh, I want to I talk to you today about mercy and love. And uh, the other day I was in prayer and I was just beginning to think about this. And um, I'm so grateful that God has allowed us to live in this dispensation. You know, the one previous to the one that you and I live in was called the dispensation of law. And the dispensation that you and I live in is the dispensation of grace. <clears throat> and so I just wanna, um, I wanna delve into, um, there's a verse that I wanna read out of the uh, book of Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 28. And it said, he that despised Moses' law, or he that broke Moses' law, this is so strong, died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Um, in the Old Testament, when the law was given to Moses on Mount Sinai, um, it, was, it was something that could not be broken. And when you go back and you read about uh, during Moses' time, there was no mercy. Um, I was thinking of some of the things that, that happened in that time. And for example, uh, and it's so different in our day, but children who uh, were rebellious and dishonored their parents, smartened off to them, uh, got the death penalty. If you stole, you got your hand cut off. People that committed adultery uh, got the death penalty. And there, there was no mercy. And yet we know this um, in 1 John, uh, the fourth chapter, verses eight and 16, both of them say this, that God is love. So you, you think, well, how in the Old Testament under Moses' law, if God is love, why does it look like there was such an absence of it? I mean, God didn't cut anybody slack. He said, this is my rule. This is my commandment. And if you break it, then there's going to be a strong consequence. And um, you... I think of Moses. Uh, Moses was the greatest prophet, one of the greatest prophets. He was the epitome of what a pastor was. He was, he was willing to have his name blotted out of the book uh, if God would, is going to do the same thing to Israel. He was a great intercessor. And yet God tells him, he says, um, speak to the rock. And Moses, in his frustration, hits the rock. And the rock was a type of Christ. And the Bible says that the Lord told Moses, he said, because of that one infraction, I'm not letting you go into the land of Canaan. And Moses tried to talk to the Lord about it. And God said, don't ever talk to me about this again. And he said, I need you to come up at the mountain and at the age of 120 years old, when Moses was still full of vitality and strength, uh, God took him. And you and I today, 
um, we're used to to mercy, and and as I reflected on this, I thought, God, why was it so different back then? If God is love, why would there be such a um, strong discipline in the Old Testament that he who broke Moses' law, he died, the Bible says, without mercy. And um, I think part of it is, is that in the Old Testament, God had not been able to physically come and live with men. He had not been able to physically manifest himself to men. And um, he was he was locked up behind a curtain. And when you think about the Old Testament tabernacle, um, the holiest of holies was where the presence of the Lord was, but man didn't get to go in there. Just once a year, the high priest got to go in because he was a type of Christ. And uh, the scripture says that he would put blood on the mercy seat. And even then, uh, the the mercy that was in the Old Testament was so different from the level of mercy that you and I have today. And so um, in, in the book of, I think it's um, 1 Timothy 3.16, it says, God was manifested in the flesh. And in John 1 and 14, it says, the word became flesh. So something powerful happens here because man has not known God in the flesh. They, they've only known him as the Almighty and we, they've saw him do miracles and all of that. But God has no way to release the essence of who he is. God is love. But that love has not been poured out on mankind because there is no physical manifestation of the presence of the Lord in the earth. So something shifts. When 1 John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. So there wasn't an absence of love of the world from God. It was that the Son had not yet been manifested. When God manifested himself through Jesus Christ in the earth, he is able now to physically release his presence into the earth. And um, in the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 85 and verse 10, this is such a wonderful verse, speaking about Christ, and I think at Calvary. It says, mercy and truth are met together and righteousness and peace have kissed each other. See, in the Old Testament, all that was relevant or all that was present was truth, but there was no mercy. When you think about David, you know, when David sinned with Bathsheba, and he doesn't repent, and it's a whole year because there's a baby born before Nathan the prophet ever comes to him and begins to tell him what his sin is. And David repents. And, you know, he tells the Lord, he said, you know, create within me a clean heart and renew within me a right spirit, and please don't take your presence from me. And 
you would think that, you know, in this day and age, that kind of repentance would turn the heart of God. But in the Old Testament, because mercy had not yet been released, God comes to David and he said, okay, he said, um, I'm going to give you three choices. He said, either you can have three years of famine in your land, or you can flee for, I believe it's um, three months from your enemy. Or else he said, I can send a plague for three days into the land of Israel. And David said, I'd rather fall into your hand, send the plague. And even though David repented, the Bible said that 70,000 men died because of David's sin, and there, there just wasn't the mercy. In the Old Testament, in the holiest of holies, the, what covered the ark, which symbolically housed the presence of the Lord, was it was called the mercy seat. At Calvary, hallelujah, when the blood of Jesus was shed, and when the blood of Jesus, not the blood of bulls and goats, but the blood of Jesus, when Jesus resurrected, the Bible said in that first few hours, he ascended up into the Father, took his blood, and he put it on the mercy seat that was in heaven in the tabernacle, the true tabernacle. And when the blood of Jesus was placed on the mercy seat, it activated mercy. And when that happened, something began to be released in the atmosphere. When Jesus' blood hit the mercy seat, righteousness and peace kissed each other. There's a verse, um, let's see if I have it written down here in Psalms 2 and 12, and I've read this many times, but it says, kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish from the way. I believe in that moment that mercy, hallelujah, kissed Christ. And when truth, hallelujah, when truth, and mercy met together. There was something that was released in the atmosphere. See, the law was truth. It wasn't, it wasn't something that was fabricated. It was what God was speaking. But the law without mercy made men die. But when Jesus, hallelujah, at Calvary, when he met mercy, and they kissed each other, righteousness and peace. See, the Bible says that Jesus has been made the righteousness of God unto us. But when righteousness and peace, doesn't the Bible talk about that the middle wall of petition has been broken down and we now have peace with the Lord Jesus Christ and with the Father through the blood of the Lamb. When, when righteousness and peace kissed each other, it loose mercy. The dispensation that you and I live in right now is the dispensation of mercy and grace. It is, it's where the physical love of God has been released in the earth through the manifestation of Jesus Christ. 
And then Galatians talks about this because uh, people have taken grace and taken mercy to the extreme and say, well, now that we live in this time that you can just do whatever you want and go ahead and sin and, and you go to heaven. Um, that's not true. Mercy doesn't mean that you can go out and just live any way you want and because God is mercy and he has grace and he's love that it's all right. No. Mercy is where God gives us time to deal with our weaknesses. In the Old Testament, when you did something, there was no time. Immediately, sentence was passed and judgment was carried out. In the time of grace, because mercy has been released, because God is love. And the moment that God was able to manifest in the earth through the body of Jesus Christ, he is now physically able to release his love in the earth. When the love of God is released, then the mercy of God is released. So now, and you know, if it was not for the mercy of God, every one of us would be in hell and most of us would be dead because we've all done things worthy of, of great judgment. The beauty of living in this hour is that when we sin, and I love this verse, and First John says, if any man sin, uh, we have an advocate with the Father who is faithful to forgive us. And mercy just simply means when you mess up, that God gives you a window of time without passing judgment on you, without at that moment that you fall and said, okay, you're done, and he cuts you off. Um, even in the Old Testament, as great as Isaiah and Jeremiah and all of these men were, uh, because the love of God had not yet been released through Calvary. God wouldn't let them in heaven. They were in hell. They were in Sheol. They weren't in torment, but they were in hell. And when Jesus put his blood on the mercy seat and mercy and truth, hallelujah, met together and righteousness and peace kissed each other at Calvary, it immediately released the love of God. And Ephesians says the very uh, first thing that God did when he died is that he descended into hell and he took captivity captive because now mercy's been released by the blood of the lamb. Um, when you understand that, that mercy's not a license to sin, but it's a season that God gives you to repent. And the, the wonderful thing about where you and I live today, we live in the time of grace. We live in a time, you know, I find it so interesting that how God describes that, that, that Ark of the Covenant with the angels on both ends, and yet everything in it was covered by the mercy seat. Isn't it interesting that God calls mercy a seat that he allows, have, he sits in our presence as love and that 
because we don't live under Moses' law. It, you know, mercy is not the license to sin, but I can tell you this, mercy is all, it's the season that God gives us. It's that grace period. You know, you hear this, well, they're going to give you a grace period before you have to pay the bill. That's what God does. He gives you a grace period before judgment comes. I wonder how many times you and I, because of mercy and grace, have been able to make it right with God and we never reap the judgment, we never reap the penalty of what we did. In fact, we have prospered because mercy, hallelujah, and truth have met. It must have been an amazing thing for, for the law that did not have mercy in it. It's marching from from the past and mercy's marching from the throne room of God and at the cross they meet each other and there, there they, they make peace. And you know, I, I think that, that God must have been so moved when Jesus' blood was shed. The Bible said that that veil was torn in that temple. And it wasn't to let us in. It was to let mercy out. It came out of the holiest of holies and it runs as a river to you and I. So um, I, I want to encourage you that understand that you and I today, that we are who we are in God because of the mercy of the Lord and that God doesn't immediately rain judgment on us when we stub our toe or we stumble, but because, hallelujah, righteousness and, and peace, hallelujah, kissed, that the love of God kissed the Son and it removed the judgment and today, hallelujah, you and I live in the love of the Lord. So uh, stay strong in the Lord. Rejoice in the fact that you live in the dispensation of grace. And that love covers a multitude of sins. Well, God bless you. I'll see you soon. God bless you till next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org.